Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good noon, good day, good dawn, good dusk, good desk, good post-meridian, good desk. Welcome to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Sean Connery. With me today on the podcast is the other host, Amber Kenny is here. Hello. I would ask how you're doing, but I sort of know. Not great. Please don't mention it. Please do not mention it. Uh, (laughs) No, we talked a little bit before because I canceled on Amber yesterday. Well, we were always supposed to record on Tuesday because I was out of town. I. Oh, I feel better now about because I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. (laughs) Right. That's right. I remember last week we talked about doing it on Tuesday, but of course I don't remember those things. So I thought we were supposed to do it yesterday. So I canceled because, and this is my excuse for not remembering the stuff that uh, we had pushed it to Tuesday. I was on vacation with my family all last week. So that was a lot. That was a lot, a lot, every day, all day, every day, all day. (laughs) How was the poker game? I lost. I lost all my money. Damn it. Uh, you have to, you're now wearing a barrel with two straps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, it was good. It was, it was better than it had been the summer before. I don't know if I talked about this last week, but last summer we played with no stakes. So right. everybody had as many chips as they wanted and people were like going all in on every hand. And I was like, guys, this is not how the game works so this year we played for everybody had to buy in at ten dollars but we didn't have enough chips so the chips were worth way too much so you could drive people out of the game very quickly by betting (laughs) way too fast Mm -hmm. and a couple of people did that and ended up winning all the money so it wasn't perfect but it was better than it had been in the past but i did uh i did lose all my well, not all my money, but $10. So I still have a dollar left in my bank account. Uh, oh, good. But I have hopes that things will continue to improve because I felt like everybody <laughs> was like paying a little bit more attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and, uh, and next year we'll be ready to have $100 buy-ins and that's when I'll really start raking in the raking. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. You're, this is a long con for you. Yes. that's the, I put the con in Conroy. I'm going uh, <laughs> to... Uh, speaking of con, very exciting news this week. Uh, Donald Trump indicted for the fourth time. So, as you know, that's been an obsession of mine for quite some time. I'm I'm glad to see that they are reaping the rewards of their uh, of their campaign. Um, I think that uh, this guy is a life. What an embarrassment to the country that this guy was president. I mean, he was a lifelong criminal who has just always gotten away with everything. And that's starting to end, I think. I think it's starting to end. Like, I Knock think, on wood. I know, I know. There's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of doubt. A lot of people saying it's never going to, he's never going to pay the, pay the proverbial piper. But uh, I think, I think this is not going to go well for him ultimately, you know? Um, and it is crazy to watch the stuff he's, I mean, just, <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw this, and and I hesitate to even bring it up because it's so upsetting. But um, he posted a thing on social media today about, and I'm not going to be able to quote it correctly. All I can say is it was about how in Georgia they went after the wrong people. They didn't go after the people who rigged the election, who cost him the election. We've got to get those riggers. No. Not kidding. So. Not good. Yeah. Um, Cool guy. Cool, cool guy. Not that we didn't already know all that, but like it just gets worse and worse. Like He always one-ups himself. Yeah, there's this thing like from – it's like there is no bottom with this guy is a thing people were saying in like 2016 because they couldn't believe how far he was going. And now here we are seven years later and he's still – going you know deeper when they Uh, go low yeah yeah when they go low we go uh lower uh 
All right. So we always start the show with a segment that we like to call checking in. So uh, let's start today. Well, we, we we talked a little about my vacation. Why don't I talk a little bit more about uh, – oh, we didn't even talk about why we brought it up in the first place that I was uh, uh, so sick. So we'll get to that in a moment. But let's talk about my my journey home from uh, uh, – from Virginia, which was just a nonstop uh, uh, delight from from the word go. I um, I uh, uh, had to fly from Norfolk, Virginia, to Atlanta, and then from Atlanta to Los Angeles. And I don't know if you know anything about my experiences with the TSA. I'm not a I'm not a fan. So no. I was going through security at the first airport at the Norfolk airport. Very sleepy little you know mm. it's like a guy with a fishing pole sitting behind right. a barrel you know um, they know everyone's first name they're whittling <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and my bag gets pulled aside and they're like you got you got a bottle of something in there you got a bottle of something in there and it turned out what it was was i had brought with me on my trip a bottle of suntan lotion and it was, I spoke with- Do you a, mean sunscreen or do you mean like you are oiling up to get a suntan? Great question. Because uh, <laughs> I'm guessing it's the first. It was a story. bottle of baby oil. Uh, <laughs> no, it was sunscreen. You're absolutely okay. right. Uh, and I had spoken with a uh, uh, somebody who said, you know, the best- Cause I complain, like, I don't, I don't like wearing that shit because it immediately gets in my eyes and it makes mm. me insane. Like it's so painful and, and crazy, but it's not smart to walk around like my, I don't have the natural covering. Some people have of hair on the front of their head. So I don't want to like keep, you know, so, uh, this person said, use baby sun oil, sun, <laughs> suntan oil. Uh, to on your face. I love a I love a tan baby. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, somebody's like, will knock you out with like the, the tan Jersey really Shore style. Makes the eyes stand out. Um, but uh, so I had brought this with me, and it had been tremendously effective. I wore it every day when I went out. It no, was great. Nothing went in your eye. Nothing went in my eye. It right. was. It was. It was. It, it couldn't have. Could not have gone better. And yes. But I had brought it with me on the way down and, there. It was it was and no sunburns. No sunburn. No, no sunburn. As far as burns go, no. <laughs> well, because what I mean is like, yes, it didn't get in your eye, but no, no, I, no. I was. Sun. I mean, like, you it, can't it tell what it was supposed to. You can't do. tell because of the lighting in here. But I'm very savage tan now because of the sun, <laughs> sun, the baby suntan oil and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and no sunburn. So, uh, but seriously, that I was out in the sun spot. all day, every day, and it was <laughs> and it was great, you know. And it never bothered my eyes, and I never got a sunburn. Great. Um, and but my point is that I had brought it with me on the way down there, which somehow makes me that much angrier when they stop it on the way. Like I wanted to be like, but it was fine on the way down here. But that doesn't matter. It's just because the dipshits on the way down didn't notice it. Mm -hmm. So then this guy pulls it out and he starts talking himself out of it being a, he go first he goes, Oh yeah, you got this. And I just went busted. You got me. <laughs> and he was like, well, you're not supposed to have it in this quantity, but I guess they don't make it in a smaller quantity than this. It's just the, they, this is the smallest bottle. They, and I was like, <laughs> anyway, He's like that, arguing both sides. Yeah, that bugged the shit out of me. Um, so then I get on my I get on my flight from uh, 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 Norfolk to Atlanta, and it's late. It's very late, and there's a very tight connection in the middle there. Like the the and plane Atlanta's is a big, busy huge, airport. Huge. Yeah. Uh, I told my brother that I was going flying through Atlanta because I don't I don't ever remember airport stuff. And I was like, I'm flying through Atlanta. And he was like, make sure you tell the flight attendant when you get on that you have a connecting flight and they need to let you know as soon as you get there so you can get off and make your flight, which I didn't do because we took off like 35 minutes late and my flight was 
40 minutes after we touched down. It was like that that was how long I had. But what I did do was before we left Norfolk, I went to the person and I was like, you know, the people, they have people there. And I said, <laughs> painting a picture. <laughs> it was a person. There was two people next to each other. And I went to the place. one on the other side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I said, I have this very tight flight. I don't know if I'm going to make it. And she was like, oh, I'll book you on the next flight. Your ticket is still good for the first flight if you make it. And if you don't, you're guaranteed a seat on the second flight. I was like, great. So I get – so oh, so then I get on the plane. I'm going I'm going blow by blow because it was just a nonstop treat. This is like a real time. <laughs> I get on the plane. The woman next to me turns to me and she goes, do you know if they give out headphones on this flight? And I was like – I assume they do, but I have no inside right. knowledge. Immediately, they get on the thing and go, unfortunately, we have no headphones on this flight. <sighs> and I was like, well, I guess not. But what that meant was she and her friend sitting next to her plugged their phone, one of their phones into the the little USB port and just watched videos the whole time out no Without, headphones, no uh, headphones, just out loud. Yeah. And uh, about a half an hour after they – and I was like, oh, my God. And then about a half an hour after they had started, she turned to me and she was like, sorry, is this too loud for you? And I was like – Any volume would be too loud. I was like, if you – like, first of all, yes, I just said no. But, like, if you have to ask yeah. that, you already know the answer, you know? Um, so I get to – I get to Atlanta, which as we've – discussed is a gigantic airport and i realized that my flight to la has not left yet but i am at gate like a27 that flight is at b24 and it's leaving in like seven minutes and the flight after is right back here at like a 27. So in other words, if I just stay here. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I was like, do I stay here and fuck that flight or do I, you know, whatever. But in some part of my head, I was like, I have to at least try. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) Like I, well, it's like you want to earn it or something. Or, or like I would get in trouble if, if, if I could have made it somehow. You're being lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now both. Right. They would go, you could have made it to the other one. So you're not going to get on this one, buddy boy. So I'm running through the airport. You have to take a train in that airport. Like I had to get on a train, go to the next uh, uh, terminal, run through that terminal. Excuse me. Uh, We'll get to that in a moment. And, um, and I, and I get there and the door is closing as I get to the thing. Of There's course. nobody in the thing and the door is closing, but I made it. I get on the plane. Oh. Yeah. I get on the plane and I go in and there's a guy in my seat. There's a guy in my seat. There is a guy in my seat. And I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. I think I'm 34C. You're in 34C. And he goes, yes, yes. I, I would prefer to sit on the aisle so you can sit in the middle. And I was like, that's not how it works. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. I, I, and so we, we went back and forth. He just sat there. We went back and forth for a few minutes and finally he gets up and he stands like the row behind and he goes, go ahead, go ahead. And I was like, no, 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 you're not understanding what I'm saying. Like I get that you don't want to sit in the middle, but I don't either. So, and I always, right. Like, Look at me. Look at me, sir. Just look at me. Okay. I need to be on an aisle and it's better for everyone on the plane if I'm on an well, aisle. And and I know this isn't something that you actually care about, but isn't there like security? Like you have to be sitting in the seat that is your name to it. Oh, probably. I don't know. For, I don't know for like, I don't know. Because then sometimes- if there, there's a crash, they think that it's you and not them. Or, I don't know. I smell a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, we're sorry to inform you that your husband is dead. But I just saw his ghost in the backyard. I'm not a ghost. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but they do sometimes like go, okay, these seats are open so you can mm. sit wherever you want. So I don't know what the, I don't know what the deal is. With that. But 
But he, so he's standing behind and he's like, go ahead, go ahead, please, please. And I was like, no, no, no. And this is where, like, the this is game, when you need, like, an authority figure to. Well, to but no, no, no. But he had already changed the game in his head because finally I said, I'm not getting in the middle. And he was like, I know. I'm not either. My seat is up in the front of the plane. Like, he was, he was burning me by making sure I knew that he wasn't sitting in that middle seat. Like, his seat was up towards the front. And his, uh, I realized eventually that the reason he wanted to sit in that seat was not just because it was an aisle seat, but his wife was in the seat across ah. the aisle from him. Um, so he went and sat up in the front. And then later on in the flight, his wife started screaming at the person in the row next to her because. No. Yeah, yeah. Because that person uh, uh, put their feet up on the seat next to her. And she oh was like, God. I don't want to see your feet. I don't want to see. And I realized. At first, I thought it was just some random person, but I realized later when the lights went on, I was like, oh, I think that might be her mo- her own mother that she's screaming at like that. So anyway, that was oh just, a weird, yeah, it was just a weird, it was all a weird thing. And then I said to the, so there's a TV, you know, they have one yeah. of those TV in the back of the seat. I don't know how they do that because I know TVs are big and you, I don't know how you get seats that have a TV, TV in them. Yeah. It's crazy. That- that is the magical part of flight. Who puts the TV <laughs> in the seat? Yeah. Uh, but I was very excited because I was like, oh, I can just watch TV the whole time. So I so I the the flight attendant's coming by and I said, uh, excuse me, do you have are you guys gonna be giving out headphones on this flight? And she and she goes like <laughs> she goes like this. Oh, the caterers were supposed to bring those. I hope they did, and and walks away and like uh- I know like what that no. means. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a soft no preparing me for disappointment, you know? Like, and it was someone else. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she leaves. And I was like, fuck. Now I have to – how could you not have goddamn headphones on a on – a, um, and then the guy next to me is like – so he's – the middle seat is this guy's seat. So now he's in the, he's in the middle seat. The guy uh, that – said go ahead Dif- different guy different guy oh. who came up as we were fighting and was like oh, God. you know was like i'm so sorry I, that is my and i was like ah oh, perfect timing sir this everyone is- has these accents yeah they're, they're <laughs> all they're all uh well it was a united nations flight uh so anyway he then in after we had this whole, whole thing with the flight attendant he goes excuse me sir and i was like yes it's like I just opened these. Would you like these headphones? Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah. So it had a happy ending after all. And I got to use headphones and I got to watch. What did you watch? Anything oh, good? What did I watch? No, I watched, you know what? One of my favorite movies is a movie called Snatched. Do you know that movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad Pitt is in it and and um, Pat Sajak. Not Pat Sajak, but uh, what's the guy's name? who was a swimmer and now he's in all the action movies. He was in the fast and the furious. Anyway, you know who I'm talking about the guy who uh, he was, he was like an Olympic diver or something. And then he became an action star. Jason Statham. He was a diver. I think so. I think he was like an Australian diver or something. Um, Not Statham, not say Jack. That was the, (laughs) but uh, anyway, snatch is great. And, that was the first Guy Ritchie movie I ever saw. And I was like, this guy is great. I love his movies. Then I watched Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. I thought that was great. And ever since then, I just have been – I've never seen something of his that I was like, oh, this is amazing. So this was a movie. And it's always – I feel like it's a problem when the director's name is in the name of the movie. Like they're trying too hard to sell it to you, even though like I don't know a lot of people who would be like, oh, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. I don't know what The Covenant part means, but I want to see Guy Ritchie's thing. Of course, I was that because I was like, I want to see the movie that Guy Ritchie made. So they were targeting me directly. Anyway, it was Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, and it was about a guy who was a soldier in Afghanistan. His name was Jake Gyllenhaal. 
played by Jake Gyllenhaal because it was a true story. I mean, that was that was clear that uh, <laughs> it was a documentary. Yeah, and so apparently Jake Gyllenhaal was a soldier in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and not he, his first time. Wasn't he Jarhead too? Yes, yes, he was. <laughs> Jesus walks with me, um, but. He uh, so he gets he gets, uh, I don't know, beat up by the Taliban and very badly captured. I don't know how you can be badly captured, but he gets he gets not good. Yeah, they're they're after him, you know, and and his translator. He has a translator. Like if he had a Yelp review. Yeah, yeah. But he has a translator who, uh, you know, he has an oppositional relationship with the guy like the guy is. He's translating, but he's not necessarily on on his side. And, you know, they don't quite they don't. And you never know if you're fully met. translating it. Right. Uh, he might guy, have a bit of an agenda himself. At one point, he's trying to um, get information from somebody and the guy is playing hard to get and he gives him some money or uh, Jake Sergeant Gyllenhaal says, give him <laughs> give him some money. And the translator gives him some money and the guy still won't talk. And the translator says, we need to give him a little more money and he'll say what, what we want him to say. And Jake Gyllenhaal, Sergeant Gyllenhaal says, no, 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 we're not going to do that. And the guy, the, the translator gives him the money anyway. And the guy gives up the information and Gyllenhaal is pissed because the translator, even though they got the information, usurped him. he overstepped his boundaries. And that's not what you are supposed to do in the field. You know, there's a chain of command. So anyway, they get they get uh, they're out with their guys. They get uh, attacked. Everybody gets killed except for these two, uh, uh, Hall and and his translator. And the translator takes him. I don't. I couldn't tell. They don't show you the exact measurements in the movie, but I think it was like seven thousand miles. He takes him on foot to to save his life to get him back to Bagram Air Base. You know. And then, of course, Gyllenhaal is back in the States and he finds out that the story of the two of them going 7,000 miles to escape the Taliban, the Taliban's after them. They're everywhere. They're hunting them, you know, relentlessly. And they they get away. And so this becomes a legendary story. And everybody's like, oh, these two got away from the Taliban. People can get away from the Taliban. So now... Gyllenhaal is gone on that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. That guy is in trouble and he's hiding and he can't get a visa to get back to the United States. So it becomes Gyllenhaal's mission. First, he tries to go through all the appropriate channels. He's making lots of phone calls. He's drinking too much. He's yelling at people. He's trying to get this visa. This is a real play by play as well. (laughs) Then he says, fuck it. He goes, fuck it. I'm going in myself. Of course he, he goes is. back to Afghanistan mm-hmm. and just kind of casually strolls up on the guy. And he's like, hey, buddy, want to come back to the States? I won't tell you the rest after that, but. And does you, it work? You can imagine. I don't want to give it away. No spoilers. <laughs> anyway, it was not what I wanted from a Guy Ritchie movie. It was. Uh, you wanted like Cockney accents and. Funny nicknames, you know, hey, yeah. top hat. Hello, bottom. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I wanted like it's all like criminal conspiracies and who's who's scamming who, and you know these guys are trying to do this. But like in a kind of a comical, like over. There's always a comical, yeah. Like there was, there was a guy in Snatch who was just trying to kill people, and he would you would think he was dead every time he showed up. Like they would shoot him like ten times, and then cut to like 10 minutes later and that same guy would just show up and it would be hilarious every time because he was just so relentless. Anyway, it was not that. So I was a little bit disappointed, Uh, but it was a way to pass the time better than nothing, you know? Um, So anyway, then I got back to, you know, back to the United States and uh, (laughs) from Atlanta, from Atlanta and I woke up uh, yesterday or two days ago, and I felt so sick, like couldn't move. I was so overwhelmingly sick. And it was not just a head cold. It was like my entire body. So, of course, my first reaction was, oh, COVID. I have COVID. Um, right. I had flown on those two flights with no mask on for the first time since the pandemic started. Like, like I was like, ah, I don't have to worry about it. I'm just going back 
to LA. I don't have to worry about getting anybody sick. I'm just gonna, mm-hmm. you know, and of course I got so sick and then, but then I tested for COVID and it wasn't that, but it was uh, a couple of days and it's still, still not great. Um, but you know, we do what we can. Anyway, I don't recommend uh, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Uh, That's a weird name because I think of like, I don't know. I guess they made a promise to each other. Is that where the name comes from? Well, I guess. Well, no, no, no. That, that's it's interesting that you say that because they, they never say the word covenant it never you know mm-hmm. comes up in the movie except at the very very end after it's all over the word covenant comes up on the screen and then def- several definitions of covenant come up mm-hmm. like it's the movie's completely over but instead of the end it just says the name of the movie and then a definition so it's i think the first one was a bond so these two apparently had a mm-hmm. bond uh, and then it said James Bond, and I thought that was weird. Uh, uh, yeah, that's confusing. I would have gone <laughs> – I should have watched that. But, uh, you know, it 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 made me realize – because one of the things I did while I was in Virginia was I talked to the people who were doing the closing titles for my short film. I went oh, and right. with them. And – they're very cool, by the way. They're 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 the, the titles. The people are weird, but the titles are very cool. <laughs> Cockney <laughs> accents and <laughs> Hello, Brick Bottom. <laughs> uh but uh it just made me think about like you can do whatever you want in a movie. Like you don't have to do anything, you know? Like Guy Ritchie was just like, We're gonna put that word at the end. That's how I want the movie yeah. to end, you know? Right. There's no there's no hard rules. and fast rules, yeah. Um, so anyway, the point is, my my closing credits are done, and it's time to get this. And they're cool, yeah, but not the people. <laughs> uh, all right, Amber, parting yeah. shots. Oh, oh okay. Checking yeah. in. Checking in. <laughs> um, I have a lot to check in with, so we'll see how much I get to. But um, this time last week, I was at. SoFi Stadium seeing Taylor Swift's era tour, era's tour. And um, it was incredible. It was mm-hmm. incredible. Like, um, I keep, I've seen people online say that it seems like she maybe placed a spell on everyone who came to her show because you can't stop listening to her music or talking about her or thinking about her afterwards and it is so true i was like um a little bit of a fan of taylor swift i got the tickets and i like did a deep dive to make sure that i would be abreast but now i'm (laughs) like a deep taylor swift fan it's it's crazy um it was really fun. I went with my friends Whitney and Tess. And I know Whitney and Tess. Yes. And Whitney lives in Orange County and um is very pregnant. And we wanted to have the experience of getting ready together. So we got a hotel room in downtown Los Angeles and got ready together and then from there went to the concert. A lot of, a lot of cocaine, a lot of champagne. Yes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there was champagne. There's regular champagne and non-alcoholic champagne for both Whitney and I. Mm -hmm. Um, Tess and I did some mushrooms and it was really fun. (laughs) I highly recommend going and seeing one of the most well-produced stage productions of all time in a packed stadium of happy enthusiastic people on mushrooms i am i i feel like that would be a bad (laughs) thing for me to do only because i've never done mushroom Uh, so doing it in that situation yeah no you need to start smaller right right i had like a like a micro dose basically i had like Mm. a very little amount but um it was i kept i mean some of this is going to be the mushrooms talking, but it is what it is. Um, it felt like it enhances not- the experience. <laughs> it felt like not spooky Halloween because everyone oh, yeah, there was. No, that doesn't make any sense. That's uh, that's the <laughs> mushrooms talking. Was very dressed up, but like there was, it was all like pink, glittery, happy, mm-hmm. sparkly, and um, like it. I don't have words 
to express like how many people were there. It was it was breathtaking because they give you like a little wristband that lights up and and during the concert it lights up coordinated with the songs and it's very cool. But as soon as the lights went down and you saw everyone's individual light, mm-hmm. you could take in how many people were there. And I want to say it was like 80,000 or something. Oh, oh, it was a lot of people. It was a lot of people. And I've that done is... a lot of stand-up shows with less people than that. <laughs> I bet, I bet. But just, yeah, that's, I kept being overwhelmed with just the idea of the energy coming at her. And the sound of the crowd was one of the craziest, loudest things I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. After, in the middle of the show, she sang a song called Champagne Problems. And she got an eight minute standing ovation it was a long time insane and she like i could send you the video she even was like what are you guys doing like i don't know what to do now It, it, (laughs) it, it 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 is weird to be in the middle of something like that like i i was literally just talking about this and i it might have even been in context of taylor swift but like i went to a baseball game in years ago well i could tell you when it was july 4th 1983 dave rigetti pitched a no hitter and got like a seven minute standing ovation at the end of the game and it's still one of the most memorable sporting events of my life because i couldn't believe like he kept it was kind of what you're saying he kept coming out of the dugout and tipping his cap and like you know and then he would disappear (laughs) and people would get louder and Mm -hmm. like it, it just was crazy the energy yeah. Of something like that. You know? It was it was insane. There were only 12 um, people in the stadium for that one. <laughs> but very enthusiastic. They people. loved it. They loved it. But also, um, when we got to the stadium, I was the one who purchased the tickets. And I spent. Brag. I suppose. <laughs> um, I spent the, like three days leading up to it compulsively checking like. It is for that day, right? Not the day before, the day after. And I do have three, right? And they are downloaded to my Apple wallet. Like I checked that probably eight times because mm-hmm. I just saw a vision of us showing up and me being like, I'm sorry. Like, oh no. Um, so I had the tickets. We got there. It it honestly wasn't as hard to get there as I was thinking. I heard horror stories. Um, so we get there, I show the tickets, we go in and once we're in, it's, <laughs> I've never, have you been to SoFi Stadium? I've never been there. It is very big and it, um, and again, it's not spooky Halloween. It was Barbie land. Like everyone walking by was like in pink. I was like, hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Um, so I, we just started walking. We're like, I think this way. Point is, we went the exact wrong direction, and we ended up walking the entire perimeter of the very large stadium. I want to say it's like I tried to look it up, and I'm sure that information is somewhere, but it's like over a mile. Seventy-two around. miles, I think. Like it's so long, and they weren't upset. Like they said they weren't upset because it was we were there early enough, and um, we got to see a lot of people that way. Uh-huh. But it was just like. The most boneheaded, we always talk about our like little boneheaded moves. And it was like, at one point we did ask a guy, like, where do we go? No bear, you're here. This is (laughs) the Taylor Swift concert. You're doing it. Could have told us to turn around, but he's Uh like, keep going. And we're like, and so he, he kind of fucked us Mm -hmm. (laughs) as we walked. We, I was like, that's where we came in. (laughs) When we finally got to our seats, like. It's so stupid. Oh God. <laughs> um that is the frustrating thing about stadiums is unless you know which direction you're supposed to right. be going. And and they, and they always have like alternating numbers or the numbers are on the side the side facing away from you. And right. yeah, it's well, very easy to you'd get think lost. There'd be like a sort of a list of like all of these sections are at least this direction. Right. But no, you no. have to you have to Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> well, and after a certain point, I was like, we clearly went the wrong way, but then we would be doing it twice. Right. So we have to just keep plowing forward. Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, the, the concert was incredible, amazing. 
like I said, when the lights went down and I saw each individual light and how many people were in the crowd, I instantly started crying. Um, it's I, very upsetting to be around that many people. <laughs> well, I and everyone was so happy and enthusiastic. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a very unique, huge communal experience. Um, so, so I also just went on vacation. I went to the Taylor Swift concert. I went to work the next day, which was crazy. And then the day after that, Jeff and I left for Jeff Smudgy and I left for um a little trip because it was Jeff's birthday. Oh. So it's been a crazy time, but I only bring that up because a lot of the towns that we passed through, like most of them, had a smaller population than the attendance of the concert I went to. Like, that's insane. It's crazy. And also, I was there night four or five. I forget. The fact that she did that to a sold out, that big of a sold out stadium, five. Like, that's That's so many people. It's it's magic. Five times 80,000 is like... 40,000, oh, right? Like 10 at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that was the end of her whole U.S. tour. The fact that she's been doing this since March, it's it's crazy. It was an incredible show. It was She performed herself three and a half hours. That's what I was going to say. My niece told me the show was three and a half hours long. And I was like, did she take any breaks? And she goes, I, took, I think she took like a four-minute break at one point, but it was just to change outfits. Like she yes. wasn't. Well, that's what I was going to say. It was paced crazy. Like, because when I heard three and a half, I was like, oh, like, you know, you've been to shows. It gets it gets old after a while. Oh, it I've been to paced- shows that were 20 minutes long. It was old <laughs> in minute three. It was paced in a way where it 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 always was building. But it also had like she she built in perfect like kind of breathers so that the energy wasn't too, it was oh she put the money and the time in. I feel like she had the best lighting designers in the world, the best choreographers, the best everything. And right. it showed and it was incredible. And also she wrote every single one of the songs that she played those three and a half hours. Right. And there was a ton of songs that people love that didn't get played in those three and a half hours. Like that's a prolific person. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I am a convert. I'm a Swifty and I'm so sorry. No, I mean, I, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about it and I, and I, you know, for, for, first of all, I would like to see it, but also, I don't know. I think it's, it's good to have things like that, that make you excited, you know, like, I mean, I was talking about watching Dave Rigetti pitch a no-hitter, and I always think about that with sports where people are like, oh, I see you like sports ball. Right. You know, like you fucking ridiculous person for giving a shit about these professional athletes making millions of dollars. But I I feel like things that you get excited about are worth being excited about. So right. why right. not, you know? Right. Um, I don't know uh, when – like I'm I'm, you know – I don't know when she's coming back to town. I hope very soon because she's got a lot going on. <laughs> but I feel like I missed out. So. It's probably pretty easy to get those tickets. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, Tess was sitting next to like there was a group of people, and it felt like a boyfriend or a brother. And we all just looked at her. And we're like, bummer. <laughs> it was just such like a girl power uh, experience and he was fi- like it was fine but it's just like ah like you want to be sitting next to the girl with the friendship bracelets right right dancing no i would go by myself to the table <laughs> just i would just sit there everyone and smoke a <laughs> big cigar and just in the do like thumbs up yeah. thumbs down after every song i don't get it <laughs> don't get it <laughs> well and and that to that point about being under her spell. So I went on this road trip with Jeff and I was just like, I just want to listen to Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. but it is your birthday. And I don't think that you want to listen to Taylor Swift, but it was like, I just want to listen to Taylor Swift. Like I, I have a sickness, but I did on the way back, I got him to listen to folklore, which I think is my favorite Taylor Swift album. And I think you would like it too. And I, that's where she gets into like 
Rip Van Winkle and Ichabod Crane, all that kind of shit. <laughs> kind of. It's mm-hmm. the, her first album where she writes a lot of the songs not from her point of view. Like she creates a character and a world. Um, there's like at least three songs, maybe four, that are about the same love triangle from each of their point of views, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Like that's an interesting exercise. Rashomon. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the I had to go to work the next day, which was so stupid. Whitney and Tess took the day off, and we they had that hotel room, and they were like going to the pool on the roof, and I was like, uh, I should have taken the whole week off. But what hotel work, did you stay at? The Ace. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> But um, I it was my last week doing both jobs, mm-hmm. and one of our big shows launched. So it felt like I couldn't just like piece out all together. Right. I needed to show up a little bit, but I was really kicking myself because it was also I was exhausted, and then I had to like scramble and pack for this trip. And I kept telling Jeff, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like normally. I feel like I have a lot of um, mental energy and focus on prepping for a trip. Mm -hmm. And I spent all of that on prepping for Taylor. And then I was like, okay, put some stuff in a bag. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. (laughs) It's hard to prep for two things at once. No doubt. Totally. Um, But I'm I'm jealous. I'm jealous that you got to see Taylor Swift and that I am going to have to wait until next next month or whenever she comes back yeah yeah yeah. maybe next saturday (laughs) i'll i'll look online but i you know we'll see um what else well um the trip itself we went up north to carmel by the sea which Mm -hmm. was absolutely lovely so beautiful i i want to live there (laughs) i want i mean that's the cliche right everyone wants to move where they go on vacation but it's just like the seaside town but also very like woodsy and mountainous Mm. and um, best of both worlds yes but whale watching and rock climbing yes um it being august in california i was not prepared for the fact that our drive up we were mostly in rain which I was like, okay. And Smudgy doesn't love windshields. Mm. That's understating. <laughs> windshields or windshield wipers? Windshield wipers. Windshield yes. wipers. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Thank because you I for think the windshields are pretty convenient. Smudgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't understand. Yeah. I guess. But, so. so he was having a full on panic attack meltdown mm-hmm. most of the six hour drive, which wasn't. Six ideal. hours is a long time to be scared yeah. of windshield wipers. <laughs> yeah. He finally just turned around and put his back to the front of the car. Like, maybe if I don't look at it, Uh (laughs) which I thought was really cute. But it was a tough start. It wasn't the vibes we we were going for. We wanted relaxed, happy, healthy. And everyone was like, let's just get there. Um, But we stayed at this But meanwhile, you were listening to... Not Taylor songs Swift. about a songs about a, <laughs> a love triangle from all different points of view. No, that was on the way home. Um, and I am the isosceles. <laughs> um, but yeah, the house was really beautiful. Oh, so when we arrived, he's freaking out. We decided like we need him to at least the house we rented the 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 manager of the house wanted to meet us and show us everything. And we're like, uh, oh, great. So is this like an Airbnb type deal? Yes. Yes. Those people um, always want to get up in your shit for some reason. It's like, well, they're that's what lonely and they want that's to- what I thought. And so I was like, we don't have to, like, I was, I had a real Just shit. Give me the, give me the combo to the lockbox and leave me the fuck alone. Well, and I also thought like, Oh, like, Here's like the laundry list of things that we can't do or we'll uh, be in trouble. But also, so I have a dog that's like fully melting down who's been in the car for six hours. So I was like, we need to stop somewhere first. We both need to, we all need to pee, like all three of us and just mm-hmm. like stretch our legs so that we don't show up like absolute lunatics. Um, 
And so we did that. When we got out of the car for all of us to like use the restroom, it was 65 degrees and so foggy, like pea soup foggy, where you could mm. barely see in front of you. And I was like, summer vacation. Like, what's going Stay on? Stay off the moors. <laughs> totally. Um, and so we arrive at the house. And again, I'm like braced to like be. And I realized what happened was it, it was Jeff's 40th birthday. And so we splurged. And so we were just, it was the opposite. She was giving us the white glove treatment. Like she wanted to, we came in and there was like a snack um, basket and a Welcome to our humble abode. Yes. And she was just like showing us every, it was, it was the opposite. She was selling us on it. And we're like, oh, uh, we're here. We like it. Like, um, and she was lovely and gave us like recommendations of hikes to go on and stuff like that. But, but um, the whole front of the house or back, I don't know. Um, you enter a door and then the other side. <laughs> I, I believe that's back. the middle. <laughs> um, was floor to ceiling windows. And she's like, usually it's a really great view. I'm so sorry because it's just fog. And so we're like, okay, we take your word and for it. And she's like, wait, just give me one second. And she turns on the giant windshield wipers. <laughs> and she's like, ah. Um, he's right here. And he didn't like that I just did that. Um, <laughs> but dogs can be persnickety at times. <laughs> but uh but it was a really lovely, sweet house. And then when we woke up in the morning and the fog had cleared, it was a spectacular view. It was like we were above the tree top, tree tops, and then below that was like Gra the ground. Well, the ocean. Oh, and, and so the trees um, were growing out of the ocean then. Well, the ocean was like a a bit away, but we can see it. Got it. Got it. Uh, it was very expansive landscape view. Yeah, it was very, very, very beautiful. And the other thing that Jeff and I both couldn't get over hmm. every time we opened the door, we were like, it smells so good here. And like, we couldn't even put our finger on what it was. It was just like good. It wasn't ocean, it was like the trees, but we couldn't pinpoint which tree it oh, was. Oh, that's the potpourri thing I have in the <laughs> toilet. But we would just be outside like <sighs> um and so it was it was lovely. We went over to Monterey, we went to Big Sur. We we had a really good time. That we were there amazing. just like a, a few days and um we just got back last night. So that is also why we weren't going to record yesterday because I was in the car at the time it, that we were supposed to record. So I was like, yeah, be sick, bro. <laughs> like, we'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's what I'm doing. I am setting up a Google alert mm -hmm. for Taylor Swift in Carmel by the Sea. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Honestly, heaven. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know if like they if have she a played in the treetops while I could oh. look out the windows of the house, the floor to ceiling windows. Oh man, it would be a dream. Well, on one of the mornings, because I was I walk smudgy early in the mornings, and so one of the mornings, the one thing about the house is so we were off the street was off PCH mm. and um, Pacific was, Coast Highway for those of you that yeah, are unfamiliar. No big deal, no big mm. deal, and so it made it very convenient to get other places because. That has been the rub for us in the past with vacations. It's like we're either too remote and it's like, oh, uh, no, I need milk. Like that's a day's trip. Or um, Aye, there's the rub, Horatio. <laughs> or we're too much feeling like we're in a city and we live in a city already. Right. And this this was like the perfect balance where it felt Far remote away. when we were in there, but it was like two seconds to get to a store perfect yeah um but because it was right off pch and it's a town like there's no sidewalks mm. so i was trying to walk smudgy just in our cul-de-sac but it's really not that much space so i was like okay we're gonna do it buddy and we just walked down pch like like with cars coming at us and i was we just stayed close and there was a street a block away how blocks work and we turned and it was fine mm. um 
But in that walk, just exploring some random neighborhood in Carmel, we stumbled upon this park. And I I told Jeff about it. He's like, oh, that sounds cool. I was like, I don't think I'm describing it well. So I made him go back. And he's like, oh, wow, 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 wow. Because it was a park with like swings and a slide and a tennis court and all of that. But in between that was the the woodsiest woods of all time. Like you would walk through and it was almost dark, even though it was daytime. And there'd be big, tall trees with moss and it was so surreal. I, I guess I never grew up in like w- true woods, mm-hmm. but it was just crazy. And and as much as it felt like I was in deep woods, if you kept walking, there's just a neighborhood around. Like it wasn't like I was in the middle of the woods. It just looked like I was in the middle of the woods the way this park was designed. I think I understand what you're saying. I'm not quite sure, but uh, it sounds like uh, it was really magical. Remember on that, yeah. Magical, magical, magical. Gary, we got all the equipment in the park. What else do you want us to do? Make it look like an old growth forest. <laughs> I, I don't think they did that. I think there was a forest there and they built Bring in some <laughs> ancient redwoods and some overhanging lichen. Um, but yeah, it was a great trip. It was a great trip. I, I, I'm I going to try to hold on to at least one story so I have a parting shot. <laughs> <clears throat> that sounds great. I wish, you know, I I, I want to go. I want to go. I'm going to look into it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it's time for a segment on the show that we like to call Parting Shots. So let's start today with Amber. Yes. So, um, does she have anything left in the tank? Our first full day on this trip, again, our our house manager recommended this one hike and beach that Smudgy could go to, and so we're like, let's do it. And again, it 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 was sixty five degrees the day before; it was foggy, so we geared up for this day outing with like pants and sweatshirts and. Like we we might be really cold, and as soon as we got there, it looked. You bringing? Cold. Are you bringing pants, baby? Yeah, gloves. Like, <laughs> but I mean, like instead of shorts. Make sure you pack t-shirt. pack extra pants. <laughs> um, as soon as we got, it still looked like it was cold, but we were hot almost immediately. <clears throat> and I guess it was the humidity factor and mm-hmm. the fact that we were moving around. Um, but but she she steered us right we found this little beach that was so secluded and private so we let smudgy off the leash and he just ran like a maniac and was so happy we got the sand in on the beach gary anything else (laughs) let's make it an old growth beach bring in some redwoods gary not again oh and that day we're we were just walking and i was like that's a seal (laughs) like what's what hello yeah um so that was really fun and we went for a really long walk um it was all very beautiful but almost like borderline too long in the sense that we were like dripping with sweat so tired so hungry so thirsty so we drove over to Monterey to have lunch and um it's like a touristy town with the aquarium and stuff and mm. we ended up finding some place to eat because we we had smudgy still. So it's like we it kept being this math problem. Like normally on a vacation, you just go to a restaurant, but like, okay, where can we either sit on a patio or take it to go and take it somewhere else? Or, you know. So we found a place that had I really wanted a clam chowder bread bowl because that's what Monterey's known for. Mm-hmm. I found a place that did that to go um right on sort of the boardwalky water deck wharf. I'm guessing. I'm guessing you were in the AP <laughs> math class because none of my word problems were like that. Uh. Yeah, it, it was a lot of uh, adjectives. But um, as we were there, I think because Smudgy was so tired from this hike mm-hmm. and the running on the beach. We discovered this on this trip. When he's really tired, his fears go up. Oh, and great. So 
Yeah. <laughs> and so we were on the boardwalk and he decided, I don't like decks. I don't like being on them. And that's what it all was. And so mm. we were like, okay. <laughs> and because he, he would get really low to the ground and it also breaks your, like, I don't want him having a panic attack. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we took it and we we sat somewhere else where there wasn't I don't think he likes if you can see underneath you, which right. is kind of fair. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's it's freaky, but uh but then we got home that day and it it's not like a deck, but deck like the driveway is like wood planks, and he's like, I don't like that. I was like, you walked on it yesterday today like he was like nope no 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 and, I, and jeff and i were like oh no did we like permanently ruin yeah. well, our it's job? one of those things where once you become aware of it you see it everywhere you know <laughs> yeah. you're like how did i not notice this before we're like oh great we we're in a seaside town there's gonna mm-hmm. be some like wood plank surfaces yeah. but um we got through it we got through it and we went to a dog store in while we were in Monterey and Smudgy got um spoiled. The lady working there was like, Does he want to try this? Does he want to try this? And we we're like, sure, yeah. So of course we bought stuff because we felt bad. But um yeah, he loved them. He loved these little cod cakes. Mm. Seafood. I love cod. I bet I would love them too. You love cod? Have you ever had cod? Yeah, it's like fish sticks. <laughs> it's a it's weird thing to love. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I have simple tastes. <laughs> a man of simple tastes. Um, but yeah, I guess that is my parting shot. I think it might be universal. It's it's very obvious and notable and smudgy, but like when you're overtired or hungry or thirsty, like your your negative traits kind of get turned up. So just take care of yourself. Right. Self-care. Self-care. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that is the underlying theme of this entire podcast <laughs> is self-care for the most part. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to end with two customer service experiences just within the last couple of days. And the second of the two is my classic go to. So I'll start with the first one, which happened uh, at a place near me where I I just, I guess I was in uh, 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 from the East Coast. So I was up very early. I think it was Sunday morning, maybe. Um, And uh, so I was up, I mean, I literally was up at like 730 because I was still on East Coast time. And I wanted a breakfast burrito. So I called this place and I said, I would like, this is what you do when you call a place like that. I would like to order the bacon breakfast burrito for takeout, please. And the Mm -hmm. guy at the other end said, oh, I'm sorry. We are out of bacon, out of bacon, sir, out of bacon. You have had an accent like like Menagerie. I said, like I said, well, I feel like they all have the same accent. So wherever they're from, <laughs> wherever they're from, it's they're all they all know each other or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, and so I said, oh, uh, okay, maybe could I get the some other the Italian breakfast sandwich or whatever? And he starts go he starts laughing and he's like, I'm kidding, Pedro. I'm kidding. We have we have bacon, of course. And I was like, What? And I don't get the joke. He goes, Oh, I'm sorry. Is this Pedro? And I was like, "Uh, nope. And he was like, I'm so sorry, sir. Pedro usually calls around this time. That's so, cute, though, that he is like a bit with a friend. Um, it's yeah, very he's, confusing. He's, yeah, so he was really apologetic. And then when I went to the store to pick it up, he was like, I am sorry I did that to you on the phone. I was doing that to Pedro. And I was like, hey, man, I'm just glad you're having a good time at 730 on yeah, a yeah, Sunday yeah. morning. Like, that's right. more power to you. Um, and then the other the other uh, uh, customer service interaction I had was as – my favorites tend to be at, at Starbucks. No, oh. no, no, at Starbucks. 
<laughs> but this was a Starbucks in the supermarket. You know those mm-hmm. Starbucks they have inside the supermarket? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to – okay, Smudgy, just another couple of minutes. <laughs> um, I just wanted to uh, grab a coffee before I was leaving. And there was a guy behind the counter, and he was singing – but he wasn't singing like I don't know if I'm going to be able to describe this distinction correctly. He wasn't singing in a joyful, friendly way. He was singing <laughs> aggressively, singing. aggressively, like "Do not fuck with me." Like he was just like la 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 la, like that kind of shit. And I was like, uh-huh. "Oh boy, this guy is going to be a lot. This guy's going to be something." And um, it didn't. It didn't. You know. It wasn't that big of a deal, but he, 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 you know, I said, can I just have a coffee? And he made, he, you know, he made the coffee. And then when he was giving me the coffee, he was like, by the way, what's your name? And you know how they ask you your name in Starbucks so they know who to, to write it, it up. Just him. It was just him. And he was literally <laughs> handing it to me. And I just said, why? Why do you want to know my name? Oh, no. <laughs> and he was like, uh, my <laughs> yeah, he, no, he goes, my my district manager, when my district manager comes in, they want to make sure I'm having a good uh, interaction with the customers. So they always want me to get their name. So I'm trying to get the name of the people who come in here. And I was like, okay, whatever. And he goes, so what's your name? And I just in that moment, I looked and I saw his name tag. Uh-huh. So I just said his name back uh-huh. to him. But it was not his real name. So that's another strike <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Because right. the name he had written on his on his name tag was, and I'm not going to pronounce this correctly. I think there's a lot of different ways to pronounce this. And nobody knows exactly how it's supposed to be pronounced. Gif. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, that's a good guess. But it was Thulhu. Are you familiar with Thulhu? I am not. Thulhu is spelled C-T-H-U-L-H-U, and it is an H.P. Lovecraft creation in a short story that he wrote in 1923 about a creature from ancient times who is worshipped as a god by various cults in parts of Earth like Louisiana and New Zealand and Mississippi, and he's going to come back and destroy everybody, and Here's the description. I looked it up on Wikipedia because I was like, I, I had a vague idea of what it was. Thulu mm-hmm. is a monster of vaguely anthropoid outline, but with an octopus-like head whose face was a mass of feelers, a scaly, rubbery-looking body, prodigious claws on hind and forefeet, and long, narrow wings behind. So it's just a horror creature. Right. And that was his big joke was to put that as his name. And he's asking me. So I said Cthulhu. And I just was very proud of myself. How, how did he respond? He just went, okay, well, have a good day, <laughs> sir. Two of us can have fun, yeah. Pedro. Yeah. Uh, so it was a big week for customer interactions. <laughs> and a big week for the long shot. I hope you feel better. I do too. This is not fun. I do not feel good. But into each life, a little rain must fall. Uh, All right, folks, hit the like and subscribe, smash, and uh, find us on Instagram at uh, Amber (laughs) Kenny. (laughs) I don't know what Amber's Instagram is, but I know I, I... Follow her on Instagram. Uh, You should too. (laughs) And we'll see you next time on The Long Shot. Bye-bye. All right. Let me do this. Shit. I just started to put us in breakout rooms. But have you considered the option of me laying flat on my back Crossing the wires on the dimmer So you don't expect my attack I'm sure that you'll laugh when you read this I'm sure you will sniffle and squirm But I am the only survivor 
your vicious 20-month term So where does the time go, Marissa? And whatever took us so long And which of us settled the science That proved all my theories so wrong I don't suppose that was you Thank you.